This code is for those who registered for CEU credit. The code is 8F as in Foxtrot, 21D as in Delta. Repeating, 8F as in Foxtrot, 21D as in Delta. Okay, so this is the Google Forms presentation. My name is Byron Lee, and this is... Good afternoon. This is Leah Gardner. I am Vice President of Blind Pride International. And you just heard Byron Lee. We'll be talking with him a lot more in the next few minutes. But I just wanted to welcome you all to this Google Forms workshop. We're going to talk with all of you about how to make um, different forms that I think will help your affiliate be much more successful. And it will make your affiliate much more accessible to people that are using online tools. Hey, Liam, Byron, this is Min. Hi, Min. Um, How I'm are Min. you? I hear Min. Do you want to maybe start and then we'll go to Amanda? Yeah, sure. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Min Ha, I'm president of ACB Students, and I'm really excited to partner <clears throat> on this Google seminar with BPI and ACB Next Gen. Um, you know, I love Google products and I've been using Google Forms and ACBS has been pretty much migrated over to G Suite for about two years now and it's been working really well for us. So um, I'm excited that we're bringing this presentation to you and hopefully it can strengthen your affiliate um, or your, you know, just even your personal life. Um, and if you want to learn more about ACB students, we're the student affiliate of ACB. And you can find us at acbstudents.org or on Facebook and Twitter at acbstudents. And um, you could always email me, president at acbstudents.org. Thank you. Thank awesome. you, Min. And Amanda, are you there? I'm here. Um, can you guys hear me? Yep, we mm -hmm. can hear you loud and clear now. Okay. Well, my name is Amanda Selm. I am the president of ACB Next Generation and I'm also an expecting mom. And <laughs> so this is, um, it's really a pleasure to be here with you guys this afternoon. Um, I am super thrilled that we are doing this collaboration with um, Blind Pride International and ACB students. And I hope you guys really enjoy um, the information. And um, it, it sounds like it's going to be a, a very well informative session. And uh, don't forget that we are having a meet and greet tomorrow evening from uh 4.30 to 5.45 before the Easy Chair auction, and we'd love to have you guys join us. So um, I won't take up any more time, so I'm going to turn it over to Byron and Leah. Thanks, Amanda. So I just want to make a, a few housekeeping announcements here. Um, we would really like for people to wait before asking questions until after the presentation, um, we've prepared a, about a 45-minute presentation on Google Forms. And if you have any questions, we've allotted plenty of time at the end of our discussion and demonstration for you to ask them. So please hold them. And when the presentation ends, put your hands up and our awesome moderator um, will let us know who wants to speak. So without further ado, I just want to start with an introduction to Google Drive. I don't know if all of you know what Google Drive is. And Google Forms is a component. It's a tool in Google Drive. So think of Google Drive as a toolbox. It contains a number of various Google packages. One of them is your document writer, Google Docs. One of them is your spreadsheet manager, Google Sheets. One of them is your presentation manager, which is Google Slides. And one of them is your form creator, Google Forms. So the way to get to any of these tools in Google Drive is to first of all be using the Google Chrome browser. It works best. Google Drive works best with the Chrome browser. And you can type in a web address such as docs, D-O-C-S, 
Google.com, sheets.google.com, slides.google.com, and in this case, forms, F-O-R-M-S.google.com. So many things. I know, so many things. But when you think about it, it's actually a pretty simple interface. If you want to create a form, you know you need to go to forms.google.com. So I think we're going to start the process, Byron, by actually going to forms.google.com. And we are going to create a form. Okay, so I'm going to alt-tab over to my Google Chrome browser. Google, Google Forms, Google Chrome, blank section. All right, and I'm already on forms.google.com, and there's some templates in their template gallery. So right now I'm on a blank session, but if I use my down arrow with NVDA, um, it may work differently with JAWS. You may have to use your tab key. Um, You may have to do some other finagling around, but at least in my case, if I use my down arrow... Contact information section. So I can either do a blank session, I can do a contact f- information form, RSVP section. I can do an RSVP, party invite section, or a party invite. All right, you guys, you're all invited to my party. Hey, party at Byron's. Yeah. All right. But first, we're going to go back up to the blank session here. RSVP contact and blank section. Okay. And we're going to hit enter. Dialog, choose question title, edit multi-line, selected untitled question. All right, so um, NVDA has thrown me kind of uh, a little bit further down in the process than I want to be. So I'm going to use my up arrow. And what I'm looking for is the title of this form. So I'm already, like, I've been thrown down into one of the questions, and I don't want that. So I'm going to hit the up arrow. Shift tab. Oh, okay. Form description, edit multi form, title, edit multi-line, untitled form, untitled form selected. Okay, so I shift-tabbed up to the untitled form. This is the title of the form. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the City of Metropolis... uh, I'm going to do the Metropolis City Council election form. So we're going to do... Unselect W-W-E-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S space C-I-T-Y-C-O-U-S-C-I-S-P-E-C-T-I-O-S space P-A-L-L-O-T No no period necessary. Okay, so Metropolis City Council election ballot. And if I hit the tab key. Form description edit multi-line. So this is where I can put the description of the form. So I'm going to put... A space B-A-L-L-O-T space C-T-I-O-N space O-F-C-C-M-E-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S C-I-T-Y-C-O-U-S-E-I-L So I put a ballot for the election of Metropolis City Council, and I'm going to hit the tab key. Question title edit multi-line. So Byron, question, Mm -hmm. when does somebody see this description? Where does that go if somebody gets this form or this ballot to fill out? You can actually put email addresses into the the form so that people will actually get it in their email. And so they'll see the title and the description in that email. Okay, so we're in our first question. So our first question is going to be President of City of Co- City Council of Metropolis. So I'm going to type in President. Select R E S I D E N T. All right, I'll hit Tab. Add inline image button. And we don't want to add an inline image, although we could certainly make this very visual and cute by doing that. Question types list collapsed. Multiple choice question type 3 of 11. So in this area, you can choose what kind of question you're going to ask. Right now it's set up as a multiple choice question, but if I hit enter on this, it would give me different types of questions, like multiple choice, single single answer only, um, a write-in, uh, various other you know question types. Um, can you think of any other question types that I didn't cover there, check Leah? Checkboxes. Yeah, little checkboxes, uh, various other things. But I want to keep it a multiple choice question, so I'm going to hit tab. Question options list. Option value edit. Selected option one. All right, so our first choice is going to be Clark Kent. C. And then we're going to hit the tab key. Add image to option button. And we don't want to add an image. Add option edit. Blank. All right. And now our next option is Bruce Wayne. B-R-U-C-E-W-A-Y-N-E. So I have a question for you, Leah. Who do you think would win in a fight, Batman or Superman? <laughs> I'm going to go with Superman. <laughs> yeah, he's got all the strength and everything, but Batman's got all those gadgets and gizmos. Plus, he knows that Kryptonite is Superman's super weakness. So Yeah, you know. but I'm, I'm just going to go for the sheer strength in this one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, so we have our two choices for president. We're going to go ahead and hit tab. Add image to the option button. 
Mm. And we're not going to add a bat signal to the Bruce Wayne because no one's supposed to know. Shh, be quiet. Remove option button. Add option edit. Blank. All right. Now we could add another option, but we're going to leave it at two options here. Add other button. So you have this add other button, which isn't described <clears throat> extremely well. But let's say that you had a multiple choice question that was something like add add other all all of the above. Mm-hmm. Or like if you if you wanted to, let's say you've got your Bruce Wayne and your Clark Kent, but perhaps you would like to write in Lois Lane. Right. Then you could add other, and then they could choose a different option. Exactly. Um, this would be your write in. Your write in. I suppose in ability. a ballot, I would also put abstain, but uh, for interest of you know time of the in the interest of time, I'm just going to skip over that. So I'm going to hit the tab key to go to the next option here. Duplicate item button. All right. Now, the way I did these forms is I duplicated the item, and then I went back and I changed um, the word president in the duplicate to vice president. Now, is that how you would do it, or would you recommend doing it a different way? I think it depends on the person. Mm -hmm. If you feel comfortable with this form and going in and rewriting, Mm -hmm. that's fine. If you just want to tab one more time and have another blank question title... You could do that as well. I think it depends on your comfort level. All right. Either way would be workable. Yeah. So let's try that. We're going to hit tab. Delete item button. We don't want to delete it. Required checkbox not checked. Uh, And it is required. You you have to pick an option. Checked. So I'm going to check that. More options menu button collapsed sub menu. So this more options thing has a bunch of extra stuff in it that you don't really need. Um, things like shuffle answers and stuff. If you're you know doing a quiz where you want the answers shuffled or you know the options shuffled, so the like if you're one of those teachers that always puts the right answer in in option A and your student one out, then you can always shuffle your answers. It increases your creativity level. Yeah, there you go. All right, so we're gonna hit tab again. Add question button. All right, so instead of duplicating this question like I was going to do, because I'm a lazy boy, uh, we're going to add question. But if I keep tabbing, import questions button. we could import some questions from a different form. Add title and description button. We could add another title and description if you wanted to have like a, multi, a multi-part layer, like a multi-layer form. Add image button. Could add some images of your of your board members and whatnot, and images of your city council building, and all these impressive logos and visual things. Add video button. Could add a video about each candidate, perhaps like a virtual candidates forum section sort of thing. Add section button. And you can add another section. But I'm going to shift tab and go back to add question. Add with add add import add question button. And I'm going to hit enter. Question title edit multi line. All right, now we got vice president. V R C E space left brace left R E S D E S E. Add inline image button. Okay, we don't want to add an image. Question types list collapsed. Multiple choice question type three of eleven. So let's say Byron that we want to make this one just for kicks. Let's say we want to make this one check boxes. Sure. All right, I'm gonna hit enter on it. Multiple choice section question type. And then if I hit the up or down arrow. Checkboxes not selected. Question type four of eleven. Drop down not selected. Question type five of eleven. File upload not selected. Question type six of eleven. Linear scale not selected. Question type seven of eleven. Multiple choice grid not selected. Question type eight of eleven. Checkbox grid not selected. Question type nine of eleven. Date not selected. So we got a whole of bunch 11. of different things here. But I'm gonna go back up to checkboxes. Check linear file. Checkbox multiple yep. checkboxes not selected. Question type there we four go. of eleven. So um, it, you wouldn't do this in a legit like ballot, but just for uh, demonstration purposes. Checkboxes question type four of tw- question options. And we're gonna go with Oliver Queen. O-L-I-V-E-R-S-P-Q-U-E-E-N. And option value edit. L-E-X-P-Q-U-E-E-N. All right, so now we have our president and our vice president. One of them is multiple choice, where you can only pick one, and the other one is checkboxes. So we're going to hit tab. Add image to option button. Remove option button. Add option edit. Blank. Add other button. Duplicate item button. Delete item button. Required checkbox. And we do want this to be a required answer as well. So we'll check it. I hit the space bar. It didn't say anything. I'm not sure why. More options menu button. Collapsed submenu. Add question button. Okay, so then we could hit the enter key and add yet another question. So can you think of anything else that's interesting in Google Forms that um, we could use as demonstration purposes, or should we continue making this uh, fake ballot? Let's see if we could try out maybe the short answer 
portion of this? What would happen if you decided that you were creating something that needed a short answer? Okay, so where should I go for that? So, you're going to, you still need to write your question. So, we could have a question such in in your ballot. Oh, I see. So, I'm going to go to add question. Add question. All right. Question title edit multi-line. And what should we put here? Who is your favorite superhero? question. All right. And I'm going to hit the... Um, oh, and you know what? Google was smart enough. Watch this. I just saw it with my eyeballs, so I'm cheating. But if I hit the tab key, watch what it just did. Add inline image button. Question types list collapsed. Short answer question type 1 so of 11. Because I wrote, who is your favorite superhero? Question mark. It automatically figured out that I want this to be a blank. Duplicate item button. Delete item button. So what, it, what it's showing visually, and it skipped over it with NVDA, is a blank spot where your student could write their answer. And so they could actually physically type it out in that area right below the question. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and hit tab until I get to the required checkbox. Required. Not yep. It's going to be required. More options menu button. Add question button. Okay. So now we're now we're back to the add question. Um, why don't we try? Um, why don't we try adding one of these other weird uh, question types so that people can see how that works? Yeah, it'd be good maybe to go through that list view process of how to pick again from a menu of um, options of questions. So I'm going to hit the enter key on add question. Question title, edit multi-line. Let's see. Well, let's see what kind of question types we have first before I come up with a question. So I'm going to hit tab. This is where uh, I'm in the spot where you would type in your question, and I don't have one yet because I don't know what kind of question I'm gonna question type I'm gonna pick. Add inline image, but question types list collapsed. All Multi- right, so I'm gonna hit enter on this uh, area right here. Multiple choice section question type. Multiple choice question type three of eleven. Now, one thing I didn't do earlier when I was going through all these um, type you know, question types is if I hit the up arrow instead of the down arrow. Paragraph not selected. Question type two of eleven. So instead of a question where you could actually write something below the um normally when you when you're looking at a form you would have question and then answer question and then answer but there may sometimes be areas where you want to have a paragraph of text so for example uh if you were doing like a state convention sign up form and you wanted to have a section there that said uh deadlines for registration are July the 4th um, after that, you can register at the door. And you wanted to have that near the bottom, near the finish button, so that people could see that, um, you know, if they, or you could have it near the top, so that people could see that if they were late in getting their registration forms in, that they could register at the door. So there's not necessarily a question or an answer underneath that paragraph, but you could insert a paragraph of informative text right there. So if I hit the up arrow again, short answer not selected question type one of we eleven. Just, we just did the short answer. I don't think there's anything above it, but I'm gonna hit the up arrow one more time. Nope, that's it. So um, then if I hit the down arrow, paragraph multiple choice question type three. These are all the question types that we did before. Why don't we do? I've got a good one. Let's do a drop down. Checkbox drop down not selected. Drop okay. down. Okay. Yeah, that's added. a good one to try. My question Let's, is, what is Superman's secret? Uh, what is Superman's weakness? What is Superman's weakness? Alright, what is Superman's weakness? Drop down. Add in line image question types list collapsed. Question options list. And I'm gonna type in um bagels. B-A-G-E-L-S. Because you know, low carb. Add option edit. Question option. And I'm going to type in um um hmm. I'm gonna type in politics. P P I can't type, apparently. P-O-L-I-C-S. Option value edit. And I'm going to type in kryptonite. K-R-Y-P-T-O-N-I-T-E. So now you're going to have a drop-down box in your form where instead of having a radio button or a checkbox, they can actually pick from a list. Like a like a like on your iPhone, it would be one of those picker lists. Or on your computer, it would be a combo box that you could do alt-down arrow and then pick an answer. So I'm going to hit the tab key. Remove option button. Add option edit blank. Duplicate item button. Delete item button. Required check. And yep, you have to answer. Checked. Drover lore. Metropolis city. More options menu button. Collapsed sub menu. Add question button. 
Okay, so we are um, back at the ad question here. So I think um, I think we should maybe send our fake little ballot here, even though it kind of turned into a weird. <laughs> well, it's a ballot. weird conglomeration. It was a mutant form, but, but that's this is okay. a good exercise in what you can actually do with Google Forms. Yeah, so I'm going to keep hitting the tab key, and um, there is a section here where you can send. You can basically complete your form, send it to people, set up different settings for the form. Like it, it you can only sign. You can only do the form once, or you can do it multiple times, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. Uh, I believe I just hit the tab key now, right? Yes. Okay. Import questions button. Add title and description button. Add image button. Add video button. Add section button. Okay. View site information menu button. So secure. this is a weird quirk with JAWS and with NVDA. As you're tabbing through, it takes you first to the very top of the page before you get to send. So you see your address bar. So... Byron, if you just keep pressing the tab key. Address and search bar edit as auto Metropolis City Council election ballot Google Forms document. Document title edit. Selected Metropolis City okay. Council election ballot. So now we're back up to the top again. Customized theme button collapsed. All right. So you could change the colors of your form. You could, you know, you could have a special background or you know, what. This is basically all sided stuff. Send button. And then there's send. More menu button collapsed sub menu. And then menu. there's more options here. And I believe this is where settings and all that stuff was. Yes. So do we want to look at the settings area so that we can make it so that you can only fill this thing out once? Right. Because that's kind of important. Let's say you do have a ballot. You don't want that ballot coming through from the same email address three or four times. You want to make sure that when somebody fills out their ballot, that same email address cannot go through that process again. Right. No cheater McCheatersons. Mm -mm. Okay, so we're going to hit enter on this. Preview 1 to 15. And I'm going to, so we could preview it and see what it looks like. Settings 2 of 15. And there's our settings. Undo 3 of 15. Star 4 of 15. Now, star, I believe that just, you're saying that this is a favorite, yeah, like a favorite form that you want to come back to and work on a lot in the future. You're basically kind of bookmarking this. Mm -hmm. Make a copy 5 of 15. Move to folder 6 of 15. Move to trash 7 of 15. Get pre-filled link 8 of 15. Print 9 of 15. Add collaborators 10 of 15. Oh, this is kind of interesting. So if Leah and I both wanted to work on this form together simultaneously, then you know, I could start the form, I can add a collaborator, and then she could work on it while I'm working on it, which is pretty cool. That is one of the cool things about all of the um, Google tools is that... You can be in very different places. You can be in two parts of the country and a number of people, two people, any number of people can simultaneously work on a document together. So it makes the whole uh, sort of that, that whole work that we used to go through of sending emails back and forth and mm-hmm. documents back and forth and various drafts. It makes it a much more fluid process. All right, so let's keep going down this list here. Uh-oh. Print 9 of 5, add collaborators 10 of 15. Oh. Help center 11 of 15. Okay, so there was a divider. <laughs> there was a divider that didn't speak there between add collaborator and help center. Report a problem 12 of 15. Privacy policy 13 of 15. Terms of service 14 of 15. Preferences 15 of 15. Preview 1 of 15. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into settings. We're back at the top here again. Settings 2 of 15. Then I'm going to hit enter on this. Blank settings dialog save button settings button save tab selected general tab presentation tab quizzes checkbox not check collect email addresses. All right, so um, you you essentially have your general tab, your presentation tab, and then your quizzes tab. Now I assume quizzes, you know, if this were like a a teacher situation where you're making like a because a lot of schools do use Google Docs, and I would assume that they probably use forms to make pop quizzes and whatnot. So there, there's information in here specifically about quizzes, like here's what the right answer is. Here, right, you're you know, formatting like your templates, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're in the general tab right now, since I didn't hit enter on anything. Tab, checkbox, not check, collect email addresses. <clears throat> okay, so in this form, we want to collect email addresses because we want to know, we want people to have to type in their email address so that we know who voted. Checked. Collect email addresses. Checkbox not check the response receipts. Okay, we want to be able to also send receipts to people so they can see how they voted. Checked. Response receipts. Graphic respondents receive a copy of their responses. 
And that's a graphic of a question mark with a circle around it, and it just gives you a little bit of help about you know what 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 is a response receipt. So that's what that was all about. Blank. Radio button checked if respondent requested. And then you can say, okay, if somebody requests a receipt, then they'll get one. Or if respondent requested, radio button not checked always. Or you could do always. So I'm going to say always. Everyone just gets a receipt. I don't care. Check. Whether they want it or not, you're going to get it whether you <laughs> want it or not. That's right. Always. Heading level two requires <coughs> sign in. Um, we want to require... Checkbox not check limit to one response. Yeah, so um, this particular option requires a sign-in. We want it to limit. We want to limit this to one response. So they have to have a Google account for this to work. Respondents will be required to sign into Google. Checked. All right. Limit to one response. Respondents will be required to sign into Google. Heading level two. Respondents can checkbox not checked edit after submit. Uh, we don't want people going back and changing their uh, answers, so we're going to leave that unchecked. Edit after submit. Checkbox not checked. See summary charts and text responses. Yeah, so this would be like graphical charts, like pie charts. Right. So typically so. for something like this, we would not mm-hmm. we would not get into this option. Yep. See summary charts and text responses. See summary charts and text. See summary. Okay, that sounds like I'm at the bottom. Okay. So then I can always go back up to the top. I can do Control Home to go to the top of the page and then find my sin my save button. Or you could do Insert F7 and do Save or whatever. But I'm gonna just jump to the top here. Button close. Heading level one settings. Button save. Google account. Okay, so now my settings have been changed. Now I should send this to somebody, right? We can. What we could also do is we could we could preview this just to see what our form looks like before oh, we send yeah. it out. We Let's could do that. Take a look at how Button it turned form. out in case we made any mistakes. Yeah, good point. Document title edit Metropolis City. All changes saved and drive. Button collapse customize. Button send. Menu button collapse sub menu more. Preview one of fifteen. Untitled Google okay. Chrome, Metropolis City Council Election Ballot, Google Chrome, Metropolis City Council Election Ballot, button edit this form, heading level 1, Metropolis City Council Election Ballot, a ballot for the election of Metropolis City Council, list with 10 items, heading level 3, email address star. Your- Alright, I'm going to hit control there to stop it. So I'm in my form, I'm going to use my tab key to get to the first question. List, president, oops, alert this is a, requ- alert, this is a required Let's question. Let's go back. Address and search bar edit as auto metropolis oh. list. Your email edit required. There we go. Okay. I should have just used my arrows key, my arrow keys. So I'm in the uh, edit field for my email address. So I'm going to put, um, um, hmm, let's see. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use my real email address. I was going to try and come up with a funny one, but. B-Y-R-O-N at B-Y-R-O-N-E-E-C-O-M. Don't send me any spam, you guys. No, no spam. No spam. President required question. Grouping required. This is a required question. Clark Kent radio button not checked. One of two. Bruce Wayne radio button checked. Two of two. Mm, I'm going to go with Bruce Wayne because he has all the gadgets and gizmos. Doesn't uh, matter what I said earlier. He's no, still going to go no, with Bruce Wayne. I'm just going to go with the Bruce Wayne. He doesn't yep. want the brawn. He wants the... <laughs> That's right. He wants it. Besides, you know, you don't want to have a president with an Achilles heel of kryptonite, you see. <laughs> Vice President required question list with two items required. Oliver Queen checkbox not checked. Oliver Queen. Alert this is a required question. Ah! Oliver Queen. Checkbox not checked. Lex Luthor. Okay, I don't... I think Lex is a little evil. Um, I think we need He's a guy... He's kind of villainous. Yeah, we need a guy that's, you know, on the good guy's side. Plus, I like the color green. Oliver Queen. <laughs> so we'll go with Mr. Green Arrow. Um, now we could checkbox not checked Lex Luthor checked. Make really things com- make things really confusing and uh, <laughs> and check both because this is a a uh, checkbox answer instead of a radio button answer. Yeah. So we could check multiple ones if we wanted, which I just did. Lex Luthor out of list heading level three. Who is your favorite superhero? Star. Edit required invalid entry. Mm. Heading level three. What is Superman's weakness? Oops. Edit required invalid entry. So I didn't hear it make the... Uh, Heading level three was your favorite super... Edit well, this is a pre... Is a yeah, there we yeah. go. It didn't make the yeah. forms noise, but I just... I, I guessed and hit enter. Okay. So I'm going to type in my favorite uh, superhero. G-R-E-E-S-A-L-S-S-N-T-E-R-N. Actually, Leah, what is your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero. Yeah, mine was Green Lantern, but we'll go with yours. Since I chose Bruce Wayne, despite what you wanted, we'll choose what you want for your favorite superhero. <laughs> well, you know, I was never a major superhero fan, but I saw I saw Spider-Man at the theater 
about 12 years ago with audio description. So let's go with Spider-Man. All right. S-O-O-P-I-D-E-R-A-N. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Okay. So we're going to hit the tab key. What is Superman's weakness? Required question list collapsed required. Choose one of four. All right. Now we have a drop down box here. And so if I hit enter on it. Alert. This is a required question. Bagels not selected two or four. Politics not selected I'm three or four. Politics. politics three. <laughs> That's his weakness, right? That's Absolutely. That's definitely his weakness. All right. Submit You've definitely button. read your comic books, right? <laughs> yep. All right. And I think I just landed on the submit button, but I didn't hear it. So I'm going to shift tab and then tab back. List. Submit button. Yep, I did. So um, now if I submit this, it should submit an actual response, right? Or is it because it's in preview mode? It is, is it? a preview. I, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure if it will do it. Let's, let's find out. We're going to submit it. Metropolis City Council election ballot. Heading level one, Metropolis City Council election ballot. Your response has been recorded. This content is neither created nor endorsed by Google. Link report of using. <laughs> okay. All right. So we just. Fine print. The fine print. Yep. The fine print. So this opens up in a separate tab. So you don't have to worry about, you know, the, 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 the ballot, your form is going to open up in a separate tab. So you don't have to worry about finding a go back button or anything like that. I'm just going to do control F4 to close this tab. More menu button collapsed sub menu. And see how I'm back. Button send. I'm back at my form. So why don't you send this to me, Byron, and we can show people how to actually send this to an email address. Now, keep in mind, you can send this to a good number of email addresses. You can send up to 100 of these forms every 24 hours. And I assume that if you have a business plan that they probably have the ability to send out yes. more. Yes, if you have, yeah, if you have a paid plan, you could do that. But, you know, this is the basic. Yeah free tools that are included with Google Chrome. All right, so... Menu button collapsed sub-menu more. Button send. There it is. Send form dialog dialog. Close button. Send form dialog. Button close. Heading level one send form. Checkbox check. Collect email addresses. Collect email addresses. Send via tap selected. Send form via email. Tap send form via link. Tap all right, I'm going to pause that for a minute. So we have a couple of options. We can either... Tap send form via link. Tap selected send form via email. We can send it by email. Um, if you just want to send someone a link in a messenger or something like that. Tap send form via link. You can do that. Tap share form via embedded HTML. Or you can embed it into your own web page. Button share form via Facebook. Facebook. Button share form via Twitter. And Twitter. Email. Hey, where's Instagram? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do email. The combo box has autocomplete editable. So I'm going to have Byron send it to my email address. Okay. He can send it to, in case any of you have any questions, post this event. My email address is lgardner, L-G-A-R-D-N-E-R, 1375 at gmail.com. L-S-X-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. 1375. 1375. At gmail.com. What else? At M. All right, so I'm going to hit tab. Subject edit. Selected Metropolis City Council election ballot. Okay, and there's so there's the title of the form in my subject. Metropolis City Council election ballot unselected. Message edit multi-line. I've invited you to fill out a form. Okay, and you can change that if you like. Include form and email checkbox not checked. Now, you did this <clears throat> uh, with a form that we, that we put together for the... Um, for the BPI uh, elections, where you actually had the form in the email, which I think worked really well. But you, you could also just have a link where it sends them to a web page, and then they fill out the form. So it really comes down to preference. Um, so did you have any issues when you submitted this as a fillable form inside of an email? Did anyone complain about access issues or anything like that? You know, I actually, we actually got a good number of responses, and I did not get any access questions. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and check that box. Checked. Add collaborators button. And then, of course, if you want to add a collaborator at this point, you can do it as well. Cancel button. Send button. And there's the send button. So I'm going to hit enter. Unavailable. Send button unavailable. And, of course, that means I successfully hit it, and then it went away, so... Okay. Unfortunately, there is no alert that you have successfully sent it. You get a, you the only kind of information you get to that end is that once you hit the send button, it says unavailable for a short amount of time. Right. Which is your key to understand that 
the process did complete. Yeah. So I was expecting it to give me like a congratulations. You've sent yeah. you've sent your thing. But did you guys notice that if you go if I go back up here, out of edit, out of edit tab one. Tab responses. There's a responses tab. Tab selected questions. And there's a questions tab. So if I go into responses tab here. Responses. Select. We don't have any responses yet, but this is where I would see all of the answers when people uh, fill this form out. I can export it as an Excel spreadsheet. Um, I can or CSV spreadsheet if I want to. Um, I can see, you know, pie charts if I like. If I want a visual representation of the results, you can remove the responses. You can edit the responses. You can do all kinds of stuff <clears throat> in the responses area. Should I go through the different stuff in the responses area just to see what's here? Let's go through it. And then what we could okay. do is one of the most common things to do is link a spreadsheet. Okay. Um, so that uh, it's it's probably one of the most um, common ways of looking at responses from Google Forms. Tab selected one. One response. Button send responses to a new spreadsheet. All right, so there's the button that you could do, and that that sends it to a, a Google spreadsheet, a Google Docs spreadsheet, right? That sends it to Sheets, which yeah. is very much like Excel. Okay. Menu button collapsed. Sub menu more options for responses. So if I hit enter on this more options thing, get email notifications for new responses not checked. One. So you could check a checkbox to get an email every time somebody you know fills out your form. Select response destination two of six. Unlink form unavailable three of six. Download responses.csv406. So there's your CSV file. Print all responses 5 of 6. Delete all responses 6 of 6. Get email notifications for new responses. And we're back at the top. So I'm going to hit escape on that. More options. And then I think there's another thing here. Accepting responses checkbox checked accepting ah, responses. So if you, let's say your form, let's say your ballot is going to expire by a certain time. You can come in here at that time and uncheck this. So that you're no longer accepting the form will still work, but it, but it'll just tell the person who's trying to fill it out. Sorry, we're not accepting any more responses. Right, and that's a really mm -hmm. good thing for an election process because if you need those responses to come through before your business meeting or your election, you don't want responses coming through after the start of that because you want an accurate tally yeah. of who voted via forms. Okay. Tab selected summary of responses. So this is your summary where you can see like the percentages. Um, and then the next tab. Tab question by question view. Where you can see each question, who answered what. Tab individual response view. Or if you want to see each each ballot, each individual ballot, one at a time. So let's say um, we are trying to figure out who won the presidency or who won the vice presidency. We might look at summary just to get a quick percentage, or maybe the elections board is more meticulous than that, and we want to see it question by question percentages, or perhaps we really want to get into the nitty gritty and see who voted for what, because we want to find all those Lex Luthor voters. <laughs> So, all right, so we're going to keep on going here. Heading level two, who has responded? Table with one rows and one column, row one email, column one email. Button Byron at ByronLee.com. Oh, and look, we have our first response. Out of table, heading level two, waiting for one response. Heading level two, button send email reminder. List with one item, Zulgartner1375 at mail.com. Yeah, haven't filled out my ballot yet. I know, you're such a slacker. I know. And I think we're pretty much at the bottom of this. Um, Out of list president, one response. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're seeing my... These are my responses. These are my answers. So um, since there's only one person that filled anything out yet so far, it's kind of going to be boring, but we'll just go through it real quick. Button copy chart to clipboard. A chart. Graphic clickable A chart. A chart. Graphic clickable Clark Kent. A chart. Graphic clickable Bruce Wayne. A chart. Graphic clickable 100%. A chart, graphic clickable Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne wins! A chart, graphic clickable one. One table with three rows and two columns. There'll row be a one tie column, if column. I actually complete this ballot. What do you think about that? <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a hung election or whatever you call it. <laughs> row two, column one, Clark Kent. Column two, zero. Row three, column one, Bruce Wayne. Column two, one. Out of table, vice president, one response. Button copy chart to clipboard. A chart, graphic clickable A chart. A chart, graphic, now, I clickable. assume you can get a more textual version of this by downloading the CSV file or going and looking at the spreadsheet. So should we go do that? Yeah, why don't we link, why don't we link the spreadsheet to this form, and then we All can right. practice going into sheets and opening Button, it. 
So I'm going to jump up to the top by doing the control home key, and then I'm going to hit the down arrow until I find link spreadsheet. Document title, all changes, button collapse, button send, menu button collapse, sub button collapse, Google account, tab questions, tab selected responses, tab selected one, one response, button send responses to a new spreadsheet. There we go. Select response destination dialog, create button, select response destination, but radio button check, create a new spreadsheet, create a new spreadsheet. Spreadsheet title edit Metropolis City Council election ballot responses. So I'm going to go back up to the create button, but I could also add this to an existing spreadsheet. Link learn more. Radio button not check select existing spreadsheet. But I don't want to do that. So I'm going to go back up to create. Link create a new radio button check button create. Linking to spreadsheet. Dialog select response destination. Send responses to a new spreadsheet button unavailable. Untitled Google Chrome. Metropolis City Council election ballot. Responses. Google Sheets. Google Chrome. Metropolis City Council election ballot. Responses. Google Sheets. Application. All right, application. I'm going to hit control here. So let's say that we want to go take a look at this sheet that was created. Mm-hmm. What we can do to do this easily is to open the address bar and go to sheets.google.com. Mm-hmm. And we're already in the spreadsheet right now, but I'm going to go ahead and do that because then you can see what that looks like. Data yes. submenu 6 of Oops. collapse. Sorry, 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 sorry. Address and search bar edit A-E-E-T-S dot G-O-G-L-E-C-O-M sheets.google.com selected after day last opened by me list. All right. So, so it opened to what was last opened today. Mm-hmm. So if Byron uses his down arrow key. Metropolis City Council election ballot responses. Google Sheets owned by me last op- You could see right there that that spreadsheet is first in the list. All right. So Byron, if you press enter. Section. Metropolis City Council election ballot responses. Google Sheets application. Right. I'm going to hit control here. Working. All right. So now how do I move around this spreadsheet? Okay. When you are using anything that's Google Docs or Google Sheets... Alt-Control-Z are your accessibility controls. Mm-hmm. So let's press Alt-Control-Z. Working. Grouping. Screen reader support enabled. One visible go. sheet name form responses one. All right. So how we move around this is very simple. You should be sitting on the A cell. Mm-hmm. For many of you, I'm sure you've used Excel. So you should be sitting right now on the A cell. If you use your down arrow keys. 7 slash 3 slash 20, 20, 19, 20, 47. Cell A2. So that is the second row of the A column. And that's our timestamp. That's correct. So if you arrow up, we should actually hear it say timestamp. Timestamp. Cell A1 inside frozen rows. So all of that A column is going to be your timestamp. So if you press your right arrow key. Email address. Cell B1. That is your B column. And that is going to be the email addresses of the individuals who filled out this ballot. So if you arrow down once, we should hear your address, Byron. Byron at Cell B2 outside frozen rows. So now if we arrow back up again. Email address. Cell B1 inside frozen rows. And we want to go to the C column. Let's see what the header is on that by right arrow. Cell C1. And that was president. president. Yep. And then if I hit the down arrow, I'll hear... Bruce Wayne, cell C2 outside, frozen... <laughs> Bruce Wayne! <laughs> All right, and so you can keep going, um, you know, keep going in that fashion, so I can go back up. President, cell C1. And then use the right arrow. Vice President, cell D1. And then... Oliver Queen, Lex Luthor, Vice President, up. who is your favorite superhero, Spider-Man, cell E... Spider-Man. Uh, Senator Spiderman. Spiderman. Yeah, Spiderman. <laughs> and then... Who is your... What is Superman's weakness? Cell well, F1. The, the question that everyone wants to know the answer to, Superman's secret weakness? Politics. Cell it's politics. I thought it was bagels. Oh, really? I really mm. thought it was bagels and cream cheese. Yeah, it is hard to stay in that skin-tight suit when you eat a lot of bagels. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now that we have a spreadsheet... Um, what else can we do with the spreadsheet? Can we can we email it to somebody? Can we print it? Can we send it? To- this is another way for you to add a collaborator. So mm-hmm. if you want someone else to be able to take a look at this spreadsheet, you can go to the file menu with Alt-F. Okay, Alt-F. Files up menu 1 of 11. You can arrow down to share. Share as 1 of 18. You can press enter. Loading. Dialog. Share dialog. Table. Add people and groups. Combo box. Collapse. Task. And let's add you. So it's so L Gardner. If you just start typing my email address. L-X-G-A-R-D. Uh, I don't think you've written me N-E-R. before through this. Um, so L Gardner 1375. 1375 at G-A-I-L dot C-O-M. You're going to tab. 
Ugardner1375 at mail.com. Ugardner1375 at mail.com. And now I can put in another email address if I want to, but I don't want to. Editor change permission menu button collapsed. Sub. So I can make you an admin or I can make you uh, just a viewer. This is a little drop down box here. So if I hit enter on this, I could just make it so that you can only view it or that you could be the admin and own it. And he then, can control yeah. my options oh, here. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that to poor Leah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to hit the tab key. Notify people checkbox checked. Message edit multi line blank. H-E-R-E-T-S space E-A-E space B-A-L-L-E-S-R-E-S-U-S-E-S bang. I put, here's the ballot results, bang. And you guys can probably hear fireworks outside, mm-hmm. so bang. All right, um, so we're going to hit the tab key. Table with zero rows and zero columns, Metropolis City Council election ballot. Responses, feedback button. Keep tab, tab uh, one more time. Cancel button. Send button. So I assume that feedback button is if you wanted to, like, if you go, hey, this page is inaccessible right. and I want to write feedback. This page is not working properly. I have a problem. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to hit enter on send. Person added. Blank. Person and, added. Blank. And I will get an email from Byron that says I have, you know, you, you have been, um, this, this spreadsheet has been shared with you. Very cool. Adobe. I'm just checking. Our and time. I will promptly go in there and I will vote. <laughs> and, I, and I will vote for Clark Kent. Oh my goodness! Oh, so obstinate. Okay, um, I'm well, a feisty one. You know you that. You are. You are. But that's that's what we need in leadership. You know, uh, vote Leah Gardner. <laughs> I'm not up for election this year, Byron. So that is the end of our Google Forms presentation for today. I'm sure some of you have been thinking about questions as Byron and I have been working through this process. It is now time to open the discussion to the floor. Lisa? This is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hi. I actually... Oh, all these avatars. I actually have a Google Docs question uh, real quick. I'm a rehab counselor of all cited clients, and every uh, semester I get a couple of... um, um, people sending me their documents as Google Docs, mm-hmm. and um, I um, open them in either Chrome or Internet Explorer. And even when I open in Chrome, I have a very difficult time viewing the documents, even when i um interacting, seeing anything there at all, even when I press Alt-Control-Z, even when I do Alt-Control-Z, Sometimes it says screen reader support enabled. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes if I'm lucky, I can um, turn it off and select everything and paste it into a notepad document and view it that way. Sometimes I can't. It's very haphazard and has been very difficult. Okay. Thank you for my question. Sure. So with Google Docs, it's a little bit different with sh- uh, than Sheets. So when you're in Sheets, all you have to do is make sure that the uh, screen reader accessibility is enabled with all control Z with Google docs. If you're using jaws, are you using jaws or NVDA at work? Lisa. Oh, I'm sorry. She's, she's not she's there. Muted. Okay. I disabled her talking. If you're using jaws, Lisa, what you want to do is first of all, when you, when you do an alt control Z, that's a toggle. So you want to make sure when you press alt control Z, that it does say screen reader active And then you want to press insert Z to put JAWS into virtual cursor mode. The best way to read any Google Doc, not Sheets, but Google Doc, is to have it in the uh, virtual cursor mode. Then you can use your up and down arrows. If it's not in the virtual cursor mode when you use your up and down arrows, you're going to see the menus like file menu, edit menu. You're going to see the background information. So that's a little trick with Docs. Insert Z, put it into into virtual cursor mode. That is going to help you a great deal in terms of being able to read and edit those documents. Diane? Okay. This has been my favorite presentation today, by the way. Um, Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I have, I'm already thinking about something in my mind that I, I could imagine myself using this for. Uh, basically, our alumni association, every year we have a reunion and we have a registration form, and it has um, contact information, hotel room information, uh, meals, travel, 
or, you know, transportation, mm-hmm. dues, you know, all the stuff that kind of pertains to our association. And uh, so I'm wondering if the way you would separate those things would be to use the uh, section part of the form. You could. Um, you could either just have them as separate questions, <clears throat> or you could, you know, have a, a block of questions that are um, about contact information, and then make another section and make that about your dietary restrictions, and then have another block that's about your, you know, whatever, <clears throat> whatever sections that you want to have. You can block them into separate little um, ind- individual headings or whatever. Okay. I was just wondering if I was thinking about that correctly. Yeah. Yes, yep. you were. And that's a perfect example of, of how to use a Google form, too. And be sure to perfect. vote Bruce Wayne uh, later in the election. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank <Byron>. you. <laughs> stop stop you. tampering with the process. <laughs> Do we have any other questions? Reginald George? Hi. Just hey wondered if there is an app and how easy the creation process is on the iPhone. I've already filled them out on the iPhone and I, with voiceover, and I know that works great. And the other question is, is it possible to do an election with a secret or anonymous ballot so that you don't know who voted for whom? So to one of those questions, um, you can do a secret ballot. You may remember that we checked the box for being able to view all the email addresses that come through. If we had, yeah, if we had not checked that box, when we went to the spreadsheet, we would not have seen the email address Mm -hmm. um, in that, in that column. So we would have no idea who voted. The only problem with that is that the election runners. So of, of course the, the people participating in the election, like your general board members and people who are running and stuff, they would not see it because the elections uh, committee would not show that those results to the general public. But but if you let's say you have an election and you do have it set up so that they have to sign in to fill out the form, I, I think there may be an issue if you can't see the email addresses where uh, they you could have somebody try to fill out the form twice from two different email addresses. So as an elections committee, you kind of need to be able to see who voted so that you can do it properly, I would think, right? Yeah, because that's the only concern. If you're worried about somebody trying to rig the election possibly or, mm-hmm. you know, trying to uh, tamper with it. Mm-hmm. If you're not collecting email addresses, that's where you can run into a problem. You you could end up with yeah. one person, mm-hmm. you know, voting ten times potentially. So if you're concerned about security, mm-hmm. that's a really good reason to collect those email addresses. And if you wanted the results to be public, you could remove the email addresses from the spreadsheet when you submit that to everyone to everyone. So that could be another way to have a transparent election without giving away who voted for what. In answer to the app question, I honestly have not used Forms um, as as an iPhone app. My only real experience with Forms has been in a uh, desktop setting. So I apologize. I don't know the answer to that question. But if you send me an email... I can do one thing really quickly to tell you if there even is an app. Whether or not it's accessible is another thing. But let's just see. I'm going to turn on my voiceover real quick. And I'm going to say, search the App Store for Google Forms. Okay, searching for Google Forms on the App Store. And let's just see if there is one. App Store, Google Forms, advertisement, TikTok, advertisement, button, open, artwork, artwork, Google Sheets, open, edit and share, artwork, image. Yeah, Google Sheets and Google Docs are both available as apps, Mm -hmm. and I've used them, and they are accessible. Google Forms, yeah. I do not have any experience with, and I'm not quite sure if there I, is an app. I do see a Google Docs app That's, in here, and that. Yeah. Do you think maybe Forms might be in Docs? I don't no. know. We're, we're hypothesizing at this yeah, point. Yeah, I would. So. You know what? I can I can uh, verify that answer for you if you send me an, an email, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll get back to you. Kevin. Okay. Um, I, one thing is, I think the Forms option is under Google Drive, but I only use it is. Android, so I don't know. But um, on the but on the um, iPhone, I'm not side. sure if it will appear, Kevin. Yeah. I, yeah. That's why I'd have to look. So it, yeah, it appears on my mobile, but like I said, I have Android, so I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, but the question is, is when you're in Sheets, is there a way to uh, set up um, column and row, I mean, the row and column title reading, so that if you're like 50 <coughs> levels down, 
you can still know which data you're looking at, which header. There is in settings. I can't tell you offhand exactly how to get there, but yes, you can you can do that. Rick? Very informative presentation. Uh, so thank you both for your work with us. Um, I have a question, and I missed the beginning, so you may have talked about this at the beginning, but about CAPTCHAs, those dreaded, annoying CAPTCHAs that people with visual impairment love, right? Um, <laughs> I, both in filling out forms that have CAPTCHAs on them or creating forms, um, do the Google Forms... Um, have do Google Forms have captures in how do you bypass it both in creating on the creator side and on the filling out side? Simple answer to that, no. <laughs> Yay. Very simple answer. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Good question. Ankar, you need to unmute your microphone. Yeah. Hi Sankar. Um I actually was I actually wanted to follow up on Lisa's question first and um answer answer her question for her. Um she had asked about down, um, if she could easily get the use her um, use the thing on the web. You know, that her sheets. There is an option to download the sheet as an Excel or Word document on the, uh, under mm-hmm. the file tab. If she if she hits file and goes down a few uh, notches, there's a option to export the file as a as a Word document or Excel sheet, depending on what what she's using. Yeah, she could download it as a CSV too. A CSV yeah. as well as a uh, as well as a PDF. Yeah, yeah. So I just, just wanted to um, um, add add that in. That definitely helps. Um, yeah, we found that Google Forms was really useful for the the election for Blind Pride International. It was extremely accessible for both the participants and for us to tally all the votes and everything. So uh, I was really impressed. I've used Gravity Forms in the past on WordPress, um, which is a way to incorporate um, forms into your own website. And it's a lot messier. <laughs> so it, it has some powerful stuff in it uh, as far as, you know, like adding the ability to take PayPal and stuff. But, uh, oh, my gosh, it's, it's not as easy, to, not as a, easy yeah. to distribute. There's a whole way of doing it. And, it, you know, there's a process to implement payment systems into Google Forms and it's possible. But that's more of an advanced level uh, process. Right. Yeah, learning curve. Maybe for it. another <laughs> another class. It's for, it's for, yeah, another class. Yeah. Harris. Yes. Thank you so much for the presentation. Uh, love Google Forms. Uh, we teach classes to uh, screen reader users uh, in my, various Microsoft Office applications, and we use Google Forms. They're very accessible. We've even used uh, point values uh, for quizzes. Uh, Kevin uh, stole my thunder. I was also <laughs> curious about automatic reading of column headings. Uh, in Google Sheets, uh, but I'll look up uh, if you say there's a setting. Yeah. Um, it Also, if you want to send me an email, too, I can put that on my list of things to get the exact okay. shortcut. Do you okay. want to give your email address again, just in case anyone sure. missed it? Sure. So it's, my name is Leah, L-E-A-H, Gardner, G-A-R-D-N-E-R, and the email address is lgardner1375 at gmail.com. Thanks. One other quick thing. Uh, I had some technical difficulties getting in initially. Uh, would you mind repeating the opening code for the CEU factor? I think that would be Erlene. Erlene would have that information. Who's who's doing the monitoring here? Okay. Erlene. Yes. Do you still I have the? Give the beginning code again. The yeah. continuing education code. Yeah. No, I I don't have that now. I just I gave it at you, the beginning. Um, um, so what you can do is um, this, uh-huh. this session will be podcasted. Uh, it will be podcasted um, within a couple of hours, you know, definitely by tomorrow. Um, okay. So if you want to note the ending code for, um, you know, when, when it's time, and then what we can do is, you know, you can get that code from the podcast when it's uploaded, which should be not too long. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Carrie Regan. Hello, guys. First of all, I don't know why you didn't put Wonder Woman on that election for president because she would have been the Oh, oh my so. goodness. We are in big, big trouble. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Too You're much right. Tes- You're, you know right. You're right. There's too much testosterone. Look, look at me yeah, here. There you needs know, to be, be more, more lady superheroes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we, we failed. That was an epic fail. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, anyway, my questions. Uh, this has been a great presentation. Um, first of all, I don't know if you mentioned it at the beginning, but what browser were you using to access Google? Chrome. We were using Google Chrome. 
All right. And my second question, I am currently unemployed and I'm looking to do some training while I am on the job seeking track. And one of the things I'd like to learn more about is the G Suite apps in general. Uh, Do you have any good resources for uh, screen reader users who want to get more training on those apps? You know, honestly, I would say the Google, Google help and support the Google help pages have tremendous amounts of support with, with G Suite. Um, You can, actually just go you can do a search for google docs key shortcuts uh google sheets key shortcuts also if you look at youtube um, there's okay. lots of great videos on uh using g suite i'm just looking right now but as a trainer um yes they do have one so as a trainer for the state of minnesota um i often use youtube videos to help me kind of bone up on on a subject before i work with a client and then i also give them those videos um and freedom scientific has a whole suite of videos like a ton of videos um about various topics like microsoft teams and all this other that's that's just one that i recently worked on and zoom and this that and the other thing so if you go to youtube and you search for freedom scientific training that's their channel Mm -hmm. there is a ton of videos and there is one there about g suite oh fantastic yeah all right thank you so much all right good luck thanks greg go ahead hey there guys thanks for this presentation it's been great um, so for my personal computer, I use a Mac and uh, with voiceover on that. And I know sometimes, kind of like Lisa was saying before, with Google Docs, it gets a little funky as far as navigating through the document. And I think, Leah, you had mentioned something about a virtual cursor. Do you know if that applies to voiceover? I did well? not hear Lisa say that she was using a Mac at work. I was thinking that she was using a Windows machine. Okay. No, I don't yeah. think she said that. I think she just said in, in general she was using, she was having trouble with yeah. docs. So. What I gave, I gave the um, information for Windows. Unfortunately, I don't know about Google Forms per se. It might be worth trying it. However, I will tell you that Google Docs and Sheets at this point in time, still do not cooperate particularly well with Mac and VoiceOver, unfortunately. Um, it's something that I believe is hopefully being worked on. But at this point, Google, the G Suite works a lot better with Windows and with, um, and with Chromebook. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I wish I could give you a, a, a better answer on that. No problem. Thank you. Nora Martin? Okay. Um, my question is, if you are doing an election and you have some vote, potential voters who are not particularly computer literate and they need an alternative form of voting, is there a way to add their vote to the spreadsheet or do you have to take the, the, uh, the sheet totals and then manually add the alter- uh, alternative vote separately in your own document? In that case, what I would probably do is I would get the information from them and I would I would manually add it to the tally. Uh, the, the other thing you could do is with what we did for BPI is we did a, um, so basically in Zoom, you can raise and lower hands. And so we had basically a, a, a hand raising vote. Um, and then what Leah did is she just added that information. You, you can export the file as a CSV file. And so you could add those results to the spreadsheet if you wanted, or you could just do the math in your head and, and calculate the results. So you would say, all right, well, we had for, for Wonder Woman whose name her her like alter ego her like normal everyday name i can't think of at the moment but um you would have wonder woman had 24 votes and bruce wayne only got 16 and clark kent that that you know mild-mannered hero only got 10 and so leah could just calculate that by using notepad or something and keeping the numbers sort of you know, she could just calculate that on the fly. But if you really wanted to put it in a spreadsheet, you could just export it as a CSV file and then add those um, yeah, results could. in manually after yep. the election. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And thank you very much mm-hmm. for the walkthrough. I always find those helpful. Sure. Absolutely. Vicki Radcliffe, if you could unmute your microphone. I'm While I'm waiting, I'm looking up Wonder Woman's real name. Yep. I have two people here that have not unmuted their microphone. ACB's president. Hi. Hey, Liam, Brian, uh, Byron. You guys did a really good job on the presentation. Um, I actually just want to answer a question about 
the automatic reading of column and row headers, you can actually do that in the accessibility menu. And to get there, it'd be Alt-Shift-A on um, a Windows computer. I'm using JAWS with awesome. Chrome. And Great. then if you go, if you use your down arrows to go down the menu, um, you'll hear like speak column and speak row, and then you would check that box, and then it would read those headers for you. Um, unfortunately, you'll have to do that every single time Ugh. you go yeah. into a new Google Sheet. Yeah, it won't Like every stick. time you open up one, yeah. um, it doesn't save those settings. Um, and I do have to say that it does get really annoying mm -hmm. to have those on if you're working in a really big spreadsheet because every single time you go into a cell, it will say the row and the column header. All right. It might be easier just to do it in Microsoft Office or something if you have that and just export it. Yeah. Great. Very thank cool. you for thank you for that. By the way, Diana Prince is Wonder Woman's real name, so we'll make sure that she um, gets a fair shake in the election before we send that ballot out to the uh, Metropolis. We'll modify the form. Citizens. Yeah, <laughs> make make sure the citizens get a chance to vote for a wonderful candidate. Um, all right. Do we have any other questions? Looks like um, I need to give the CEU ending code now. Oh um, yes. This this is Vicky. I did not get my phone. Unmuted in time. Could I just okay. make a quick comment? Why don't we let I wonder let Erlene give out the code because we have to get off of ACB radio. Oh, okay. Sorry. So. Then you can make your comment. Okay, this is for those who registered for CEU credits. The ending code is five one A as in Alpha, B as in Bravo, seven. Repeating. Five one A as in Alpha. B is in Bravo, seven. There is a uh, book by National Braille Press called Getting Started with Google Suite. It's just a one-volume book. It's in Braille, but it also comes in other formats, I believe Word and, and Daisy and this sort of thing that you can download. And the uh, person that was asking about the Mac, I have created some basic files with um, Google Docs on the Mac, and I use uh, Google Chrome on the Mac uh, to work with it. We and that was all I had. We still are on ACB radio, so unfortunately we need to drop because we're, we're colliding with something else. So we need to get off. Thank um, you. Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate your participation and your questions were wonderful. So just thank you so much. I'm glad that we were able to make this happen today. Thanks, everybody.